0: Welcome to the Sideline Dissonant, I'm Brad Whitaker. Conflict is not always a bad thing. If you're in a relationship and you're fighting all the time, it's probably not going to last very long. But if you're in one of those relationships where you never butt heads, that's not good either. Ever meet one of those couples that's like, oh, we never fight. Yeah, what ends up happening? You check in 6 to 12 months later. Oh, uh, we decided to go our separate ways, but it was mutual. Yeah, it was mutual because you didn't really care. You weren't invested. And people that have success in any domain, whether it's relationships, finance, or professional football, they're the ones that are most invested. And they tend to work their way into positions of power, meaning they have to make tough decisions which leads to more conflict with the other powerful figures who disagree. You know the CEO and CFO of GE have probably had major disagreements, but that doesn't mean one of them is going to quit or purposely try to sabotage the company. No, they make a decision and move on. No hard feelings. And that brings us to this Brady-Belichick craft story that broke this morning from ESPN Seth Wickersham. And the gist of the story is, Brady was uh, was wasn't happy mentoring Garoppolo as the up and coming quarterback, Belichick really liked Jimmy G and wanted to move into the next Patriots era with him, but owner Robert Kraft sided with the main face of the franchise and told Belichick to trade Garoppolo and stick with Brady. Belichick wasn't very happy about it, the Pats traded Garoppolo for pocket change, and the rest is history. There's also stuff about the growing influence of Brady's health guru Alex Guerrero and how he constantly overstepped his bounds. But here's my issue with this piece from Seth Wickersham that was nearly 5,000 words long. We didn't actually learn anything new from it. The only thing we really learned is that after injuring his shoulder, Garoppolo, Garoppolo went to get treatment at the TB12 center and the doors were locked. As if Brady and Guerrero intentionally refused to give Jimmy G Tom Brady's secret stuff which is really what MJ used in Space Jam. Of course, two weeks later, Guerrero was treating Garoppolo, but that makes it sound way less conspiratorial. But all of the other stuff, Kraft siding with Brady and forcing Belichick to trade Garoppolo, that story broke on November 1st and didn't really get the attention it deserved. I made a video on it, and my fellow Patriots fans ripped on me in the comments, but I was just repeating what was reported. The Guerrero Belichick relationship? We found out about that on December 20th. I also made a video on that and reiterated the points from the Crap Belichick story from six weeks earlier. I'll make sure to link both videos in the description. Other stuff uh, from the Wickersham story uh, uh, Tom Brady is acting religious with the TB12 method. That's not new information either. Read his book, which came out four months ago. It's a 300 page infomercial telling you what to eat and trying to get you to buy marked up resistance bands that say TB12 on them. This piece is just individual stories that broke over the last four months each embellished slightly by wickersham and his espn minions all clumped together and presented as if it's new information and it's so over the top let me just read a quote from the beginning of this story uh, remember when brady blew up at offensive coordinator josh mcdaniels in buffalo after he missed on a pass to brandon Cooks? yeah you're gonna see josh is like uh you had the end cut he was open and tom's like you know what i know he was open uh, you know what I know he was open. I know it. I'm just Tom. i just, i just telling... Well, for some reason, they tried to connect that incident to the stuff between Belichick, Kraft, and Brady, even though they have nothing to do with each other. It reads, Many in the Patriots building knew that Brady's explosion wasn't really about McDaniels. It wasn't about Cooks. And it wasn't about the Bills game. It was about the culmination of months of significant behind-the-scenes frustrations. For almost two decades, Belichick has managed to subvert the egos of his best player, his boss, and himself for the good of the team, yielding historic results. This year, though, the dynamics have been different. Deep in the land of Mordor, in the fires of Mount Doom, the Dark Lord Belichick forged the master ring, and into this ring, He poured his cruelty, his malice, and his will to dominate all life. One ring to rule them all. Okay, I added that last part, but you get the idea. All this story did was take information that had already been reported and pour gasoline on it so that Tom Brady would come off as self-indulgent, Robert Kraft as a poor long-term decision-maker giving in to favorites, and Belichick as the angry chess master losing more influence over his players every day. And it's created all these conspiracy theories that Belichick plans to resign at the end of the season, that he wants to sabotage the organization. Which is why he traded Garoppolo for only a second-round pick to Tom Brady's favorite team so he could piss off both Kraft and Brady. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the fact Belichick sat on trading Garoppolo for too long, which dwindled anything valuable they could get in return. But again, that's way less fun than what ESPN's reporting. But that's what media does. They take a healthy internal conflict and it's, and assume it's because everyone hates each other. This isn't Trump and Steve Bannon throwing jabs and leaking stuff to the press. It's arguably the most successful and powerful football player, coach, and owner trying to solve a difficult problem, which was stick to Joe Montana or go with Steve Young. Unlike the Niners, the Pats picked Montana and moved on. No need to recurgitate the past in a lazily put-together hit piece. But it's okay. seems like every time the Patriots begin to make a postseason run, ESPN comes out with one of these takedown stories, and all it does is fire players up and give them bulletin board material. I think Adam Kaufman said it best. Last year, Tom Brady sat stewing for a month while he couldn't interact with the Patriots. Most everyone outside New England and some within called him a cheater. His reputation and character were questioned often, all the while his mom was battling cancer. But now he's distracted. I think the Patriots are going to be just fine. I'll end on this note, which is the last couple sentences from the Wickersham story, talking about the end of Sunday's game against the Jets. It didn't look like Belichick's last regular season game as the Patriots head coach, but several coaches and staffers later remarked to one another that it felt as if it could be. As Brady and Belichick left the field bundled up in the cold, the only thing clear was that the beginning of the end started a long time ago, masked by success and the joy and pain of the rise leaving both men this year's playoffs and their collective will to stave off the fall.